Welcome to another episode of One in Christ. We're your hosts, Jeff and Tino, back again from a little break. Sorry that we missed you guys for so long, but it's just been kind of busy with uh, the holidays coming up, and I've actually had a career change, so it's 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 been pretty busy, but Tino and I are back, and we're ready to get back onto it and, and start talking about some uh, different things today. Mostly, we'll be talking about uh, the Church of Nice, <laughs> which would be the modern church compared to the ancient church. But uh, before we get into that, I just want to turn it over to Tino and say, how you doing, brother? How you been the last couple weeks? What's up, brother? Um, glad to be back. Glad to be back in One of Christ podcast. Um, doing pretty good, man. Um, just like you just said, you know, um, the holiday seasons is here and, you know, a lot of busy stuff. I know that you started a new job and uh, me also just uh, um, I had a lot of, you know, some family stuff going on and then uh, family issues. And also I attended a wedding. Glory to God. One of my uh, cousins got married in the Catholic Church. Uh, you know, just been trying to eat eating healthy. Also been uh, reading some other books, um, the books about the founding fathers and the Christian faith. Uh, also reading a book about uh, slavery. Um, so, yeah, just doing other things and also uh, uh, some investments too. you know, stocks and, and cryptocurrencies as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. We got to uh, I- I'm glad you said that, because as Christians, we-, we have to still even though the world's in chaos right now, we still have to plan for the future, you know, to all our brothers and sisters out there. Um, you know, that's something that we should be thinking about is setting up our our families to leave a legacy behind for our children. So. We don't ever want to forget that, you know, God, God's going to win. So we have to keep planning for the future. Amen. So cool, man. Just right on that. Let's just jump right into it then. Um, and man, this has really been a topic on my brain a lot lately because uh, I, I've been seeing it on my side of the fence with uh, a lot of the churches today with the with the whole pandemic and everything, man, you're really starting to see the the wheat and the chaff separating right now. And what I mean is, a lot of these churches where we when we say the Church of Nice, what what I, I guess let me define that a little bit for the listeners. We're we're saying that you know traditional Christianity has been uh, hijacked in the modern church in America today. And a lot of it, it's not even it's not even biblical Christianity. They're just taking some some of the biblical truths, you know, like caring about your neighbor. Like you're hearing this a lot lately. Oh, if you love your neighbor, you'll wear your mask. If you love your neighbor, you won't go to Thanksgiving dinner. If you love your neighbor, you won't go to your family's house and celebrate the birth of Christ. Um, and, and we're we're talking about the Church of Nice because we're we're going to expose that today on how that's actually. Uh, opposite of what the gospel preaches <laughs> you know um you know when we we if, if you were just to take let's let's say like the apostle paul and compare him to one of the modern evangelical or uh, leaders in the in the church on my side of the fence or or in really any of the christian denominations that claim to be biblical if you were to compare apostle paul to to like for example like a joel olstein that's it's night and day it's night and day and the problem is is that people in america don't even know who paul was anymore they don't even know what paul was really all about they they have the idea that christianity is like what joel olstein says you know you go there to feel good watch the rock show um you, you know you get a temporal high from the motivational speech and then you're right back to your normal way of life it's not talking about sin it's not talking about the, the mortifying the flesh and, and, and trying to fight against our fleshly desires and, and to really honor the traditional things that biblical Christianity had, had stood firm on and that our brothers and sisters gave their lives for. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that, that's something you're seeing today now is that the, the modern American church is not doing that. It's been infested with this liberal ideology that's really transformed what the gospel is into something that it's not. And, and we're hoping today that we're going to shine a lot of light on that and uh, draw some draw some comparisons between, you know, what the, the, the original apostles and the original church was doing compared to what the church is doing now and let you see, hey, is 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 this what we should be doing? You know what I mean? Or or what what is what is the right way? And it's really easy because God already told us. So yeah, bro, I agree with you exactly. Like you're talking about, like you know, 
it, it, we live in the church of church of nice and also the church of of me you know it's me 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 you know and it's you know we're living in a, in a time bro that um you know people feel so alive you know with with the uh what's the word um accommodations that we have you know the luxuries and the comfortability and we're so alive that you know people say we're they're so spiritual like everybody's like so spiritual now you know what i mean i they talk about uh so much uh, aware of their energy you want to say you know what i mean but yet they're so far away from the true god you know what i mean right it's like it's it's crazy it just it just it just it's 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 ludicrous you know but uh, why is this happening it's because the people the the religious leaders are not speaking the truth and also the laity the laity are you know me and you that are are the the church the church believers the the biblical believers of Jesus Christ you know sometimes when someone asks us a question you know we we get scared we put our head down or we just tell them what they want to hear because we don't want no one to not like us you know what i mean and that's not the case and also i want to point that out to our listeners We're not here to condemn people to hell and say you're going to go to hell this this and that because first and foremost we don't know who's going to heaven or hell you know that's ultimate god's god's uh, a choice at the end of the day we do know what he does say you know that people uh, are going to go to hell you know if you don't do this or if you do that you know that's you know if we have like a if we're playing Vegas odds and we could like okay what's the odds of that you know mass murderer and that one not believing in Christ you know what's the odds of that guy making it in heaven you know we can kind of you know say that but you know we don't like to really say who's going to hell who's got who's not you know what I mean because you know we're also dealing with our own salvation you know we follow in Christ but we're here to point out what Christ said in in the in the Bible and his scriptures you know I mean what his apostles you know spoke about when Christ let him out speaking the truth you know yeah amen and and man wow yeah that just that makes me think of something um what you just said is we live in a time of accommodations where we have so much we we're we're living in plentiful we have more than we need um and it reminds me of proverbs chapter 30 let me just read a couple verses starting in verse 7 it says two things i ask of you lord do not refuse me before i die keep falsehoods and lies far from me this is the important part give me neither poverty nor riches but give me only my daily bread otherwise i might have too much i might have too much and disown you and say who is the lord or i may become poor and steal and so to dishonor the name of god and i feel like we're in the time right now where we have so much that you know our barns are full and we were like well what do we need god for you know what i mean we just wow. we just need the the spiritual things like you said to feel good like the, these uh clever cleverly fabricated philosophies to tickle our ears and to tell us what we want and and unfortunately from my own experiences uh from going to different churches even around my own neighborhood i mean i've gone to four churches around me that when me and my wife left we were like do we just leave a self help thing or a money management thing like where was jesus where where was the calling out of sin in the culture you know what i mean here it's turning into sodom and gomorrah and you're telling me how to save money what what is that you, you know what i mean it makes no sense <laughs> wow dude and and you now down there and it actually reminds me of uh I I came across this quote uh, his name is Father Seraphin Rose and it says a uh, uh, suffering is an indication of another kingdom which we look to if being a christian meant always being happy in this life we wouldn't need the kingdom of heaven wow Jeez, man, and, and it just it, it woke me up because we were just talking about it, you know, about the comfortability that's that's occurring in this world, and everybody wants the now, 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 you know what I mean? And no, basically the world is conditioned, and I say the church also has conditioned. Well, let me just put it this way, okay? Back in the days, um, in the medieval times, churches they used to have actual human skulls in the front of the churches, Jeff, when they used to go to church, right? And actual uh, real life, you know, skulls that someone had passed away. And the reason why they put it up there is because they wanted you to always be, you know, in remembrance of your death. That one day you're going to die, and one day you're going to see the Creator who created you, who gave you life. You know what I mean? And you have to answer to Him. So they always wanted to, you know, let you know that, you know, dust you came, dust you shall leave. You know. But nowadays, bro, um, you, you can go to church and you can order yourself a cappuccino. 
you know what I mean? Have some pastries. There's some churches out there, you know? It's all about the earthly pleasures and of now. Like, you're going to live forever. You know what I mean? And it's like, kind of like, wow, we're so way off, brother, from, you know, ordering a cappuccino at church from freaking having actual dead skulls in a church. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. Yeah, it's funny because in this church of nice, man, you, you know... People, like you said, people think it's like you're going to live forever forever, and your mortality is not even really talked about. They don't want to talk about those hard issues that, hey, man, today could be the last day for you. You know what I mean? And, and you could be you could be meeting Jesus tonight. You know, you're not hearing that. You're it's no, it's oh, no. Yeah. Come, come here. Have this have this cappuccino. And then we'll, 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 we'll give you some advice <laughs> on how to manage your money biblically. Like, OK, that's great. But what about this thing called sin, which is leading me to death? Right. And, and, and that, that's my biggest gripe, man. Because I, and, and I think I've told this to you before, I was discipling at a church to be a youth pastor and uh, I was discipling with the head pastor and I would always ask him, hey, is this a sin? Is this a sin? Is this sin? And he would never give me a straight answer. It was always like a roundabout, you know, like clever philosophy, kind of trying to tell me what I wanted to hear thing. And it's like, dude, no, I need somebody, you know, because when I read the Bible, it's very clear what sin is and it isn't. So how how is a man of God that's a, pa- a lead pastor, how can he not tell me what sin is? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's the big thing. Like like today, especially like in the prosperity gospel, which which for a real quick explanation is basically like God is like a genie. You know what I mean? You come to him with what you want. You give him money and then he'll give it back to you tenfold. That, that's the predominant, that's what's preached the most in America right now. It's, it's a transactionalist like type of theology. And, and, and really, when you read the Bible for yourself and not just lines here, lines there, you, you see that that's not it at all. And that God is constantly calling you to repent of your sins and to actively work against those things of which you've done. And that's why he gives us the Holy Spirit as a helper to help us inside, you know, convict us of what's right and wrong. Not saying you're going to be perfect. You may struggle against a sin your entire life until you take your last breath. You know what I mean? Everybody's battle is different. But we at least need to be able to have a starting point that says, hey, this is bad. Hey, God said, honor your temple. God said, don't blaspheme. God said, don't lie. God said, don't be adulterous. You know what I mean? Like we have to start there. The church is nice right now. They don't want, they don't want to do that. And it's, it's warned against, um, in second Timothy really just puts it out, uh, plain and simple. Second Timothy chapter four, verses two through four, it says, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, repute, rebuke, Reprove and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For This is the important part. For the time is coming when all will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. And they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. And so much of modern Christianity today... Um, is doing that. We, you know, that's how Joel Olstein ends up being a millionaire. It's because there's that many people willing to give him money to tickle their ears and tell them what they want to hear. They they want Jesus, but without all of Jesus. You know what I mean? They just they have this this vision that Jesus is just this old hippie who just loves everybody. Love, you know. And it's like, no, that's part of Jesus. Yeah, but Jesus is also the judge, man. And he's he's going to judge he's going to judge those who aren't in him, and that's serious, man. Because the outcome of that is hell or heaven, dude, eternity. And that's that's not what's preached in most most churches today that I come in contact with on on the regular. Yeah, yeah, man, exactly. And you now that I'm button about the you know the prosperity, and in in uh, um, I want to show an example as far as like you know uh, modern day American Christianity. You know, they say, you know, come follow me and I'll give you a six figure job, a Range Rover, a big, huge house and lots of vacations. You know what I mean? And uh, the biblical Christianity says, come follow me, sell all that you have, pick up your cross, deny yourself. uh, And maybe some, you know, thorns and rocks would be thrown at you as well. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like that's, that's just too far off, you know, and we're not saying that, you know, God doesn't want you to prosper and, you know, and provide for your family. No, we're not saying that at all. But we're basically saying is God's 
primary reason that he came here is for us to uh, renounce sin and to follow him, to give all our life for him, right. you know? And it says clearly in the Bible, you know, first seek the kingdom of God and everything else shall be provided to you. You know what I mean? But it seems now it's like, um, you know, seek the the, the, the six-figure job, seek the Range Rover, you know, don't worry about your sins. Seek that first and then later your sins will get paid right. for. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? You're right. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. And that's the whole, that was the message in the, with the rich young ruler. He came to Jesus. He said, Hey, look, man, I did all this stuff. What, what else do I need to do to be, to be in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus said, sell everything and, and pick up your cross and follow me. And the rich young ruler walked away sad because he didn't want to let go of his earthly possessions. And then we look at the prosperity gospel people and you can go right down the list. Kenneth Copeland, Cleflo Dollar, uh, uh, Joe Olstein, all these guys living in multi-million dollar houses, flying on private jets all over the place. Like, really? Is that, is, is that the picture of Jesus? Is that how, now these are supposed to be a, like apostle type figures because they're huge, you know, like they're the, the leaders of their denominations. And I look at the apostles and I go, man, these guys were homeless. They had one pair of clothes, you know what I mean? And they walked everywhere and God provided for them. Why do you need to have a jet? Why do you need to have a mansion? Why do you need Joel Olstein? Why do you need to have a stadium that's that seats 50,000 people? You know what I mean for for your church. And then when the when a storm came in Texas, that big, uh, um, what was the name of the storm? There was a, a really bad. It, it was like a hurricane or whatever, and it, it killed it killed people in Texas. And Joel Olstein closed the doors to his church and wouldn't let people take refuge in there. What? Are you kidding me? Is 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 that what Jesus is that what Jesus would have done if he had that? You know what I mean? So you it's really easy to expose these people because you know a tree by their fruit. And and that's what's so funny about the modern church is they don't read people don't read the Bible. They don't read the Bible. They just let people cherry pick one verse with no context to it, and then that's how you get the uh, you know, the guy, you're giving this guy millions of dollars, your life's falling apart still because you have no peace because you're following a false prophet. You know what I mean? And uh, really, I feel bad for, for these guys because when you lead people astray, oh man, what's that say? Matthew 18, 16, whoever causes one of these little ones to believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. It would be better to have a millstone hung around your neck and you drown than to be a Joel Olstein or a Kenneth Copeland or a Cleflo Dollar and lead people astray. Wow, man, that's that's big time right there. You know what you just said right there. You don't hear that. You know what I mean? Out there in, in the real world, you know, they don't tell you the, the hardcore stuff that Christ talks about. You know, it's 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 scary times. And when you're talking about prosperity and about a pastor. And I, I, I remember we were talking about recently about uh, that uh, cheating pastor. Uh, yes. Carl Lentz. You want to talk talk about yeah let's fast? talk about him who he just was in the news because he he was uh caught cheating on his wife and uh he he resigned from the church and then you just told me some new information where's he living now uh i guess apparently so he's he was fired or he's on leave from his church and so now the 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 king of Rome is uh, renting a four point five alley beachside hideaway for sixteen thousand a month. See, who's paying <laughs> for that, bro? You know what I'm saying? Is exactly. and, and is that is that what Jesus would do? Would Jesus? You know what I'm saying? Like he shouldn't he be on his knees, crawling and crying and begging for forgiveness? You know, from this this sin and leading all these people astray. And, and mm -hmm. on that note, exactly. it's interesting because if you, I, I believe he was in the Hillsong, it was the church he was leading, um, which is a huge music ministry also. And if you listen to their, their music, it's all about how Jesus is, basically it's like, Jesus is my boyfriend kind of situation. You know what I mean? It's not the, he's the almighty creator of everything. Like it, it's, it's more of a like, what can I get from Jesus to make me feel better about my life right now? You know what I mean? And it's like, mm -hmm. dude, if you're being in, if you're living in sin, the wages of sin is death. And there's nothing to feel good about there, bro. Like the music is so like biblically unfruitful, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And you can see that. I mean, what do you expect? The leader of that church? Of course, he's going to be doing that. And then, of course, he's going to go off and live in a $16,000 a month place, you know, and half his parishioners or whatever you want to call them, his congregants are probably living in little tiny apartments. And here he is living a life of luxury, committing grave sin. And like you just heard there, people who are leading people astray, 
dude, the judgment on him is going to be terrible. I, I, I'm terrified for him. I'm terrified for him to meet Jesus. Yep, exactly. You know, and you know, what does Jesus say at the end of the uh, times? He says, you know, people are calling out to him and say, Lord, 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 you know, I, I prophesize in your name. You know, I cast demons in your name, all this stuff. And he says, get out of here. I never knew you. You know, then he starts saying about where were you at when I was hungry, when I was thirsty, when I was naked. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of these people, it's about them, 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 you know. And I think a lot of people are like using Jesus Christ as like their, you know, personal yeah. guru, uh, personal genie, uh, their financial advisor, you know what I mean? Not their Lord and Savior there and Master. Go. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's crazy, dude. It's just like, it's scary that, um, you know, there's so many different, how, how can I say it, different um um illusions of 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 what christ came to do for us you know some people call jesus was yeah. a hippie you know I mean, you're hearing that a yeah. lot around town you know what i mean it's just it's just it's just madness and you know we're, we're going on here to you know clarify a lot of this yeah craziness. And, and to to make a comparison today we're we're experiencing the most government tyranny and invasion of our personal rights that i've seen <clears throat> happen in this country since its creation Okay, we're seeing that and I'm looking around and they're, they're, don't get me wrong. There's some churches on both sides, on my side and your side who are fighting back. But the mass majority of churches are, are, are just bowing down to Caesar. They are bowing down to Caesar and doing what they want. And what's funny is if you go back and you look at the Christians in Rome, when Nero was the emperor, dude, just for being a Christian, he would he would take Christians and tie them up. Uh, on on posts in his in his uh, gardens and then and then cover them in wax and light them on fire and drive around. That's where Roman candles comes from. That's where the, that term comes from. That's what the Christians were facing then, just for being believers. We haven't even faced that type of persecution yet. And look how many look how many churches have shut down. They won't meet in any person anymore. They're doing everything online. They're they're telling you, oh, love your neighbor, wear a mask. You know, oh, wear, wear the new uh, secular garment, you know, d d follow what the state is saying. So we're seeing all these churches that are the church of nice. When it's when the, when the temperature gets hot, bro, they melt and they cannot they will not stand up for the truth, man. And uh, that that's something that you need to you need to think about if you're going to a church right now who hasn't met since the coronavirus started. Dude, maybe you're in a bad place because God specifically commands us to that the, the believers are to gather together. Not electronically. The believers are to gather together. In some states, you can't even sing gospel songs. In Idaho, one of the pastors I follow got arrested for doing a psalm sing outside without a mask on. You know what I mean? So we, the, the government's trying to hinder Christian worship, worship of Jesus Christ. And we're watching all these weak jellyfish churches just just fall by the wayside man so it's good in a sense because we're seeing who people really are but it's also sad because we're seeing how many unfruitful churches there are in this country exactly brother and and you're talking about uh, um you know roman christian martyrs you know um i came across this one uh saint uh, benjamin he was a deacon and he was uh he was killed for for preaching you know about christ uh resurrection and he was killed by a, a persian king and uh, um he was tortured bro he was tortured and they stuck needles uh needles actually like nails underneath his fingers and his toe, toes you know torture him and after that they um they thrust a big stake into oh, his bowels wow. yeah you know, all just all just because he was preaching about Jesus Christ. That's it. He was just talking in the streets, that, telling about God. You know what I mean? And telling about the resurrection. And you know, they're getting they were getting killed that way. You know what I mean? And you know, nowadays it's like you know, if we're called to be a Christian, you know, a lot of us are scared just to talk. Up, you know, if, so like a family member asks a question or anybody asks a question. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, no, no. And compared to you know us today, from those guys back in the days, they knew what was going to happen to them. Yeah. And they still preach. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's kind of like, you know, we're so way, we're so far off, you know, uh, uh, from the warriors of, of the ancient. And I'm not saying there's no warriors of today. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, that we need to, to um, you know, what's the word? 
you know, take the, the examples of these great warriors and put it into our life. And we have to pray to God. And so he can show us the way. Because sometimes there's a time where we're, we're supposed to fight. And which I believe. And there's a time where we're supposed to retreat. You know what I mean? There's like, for example, the time when, you know, Jesus Christ was in the Bible and he was preaching. And uh, the shows where uh, people were going to, the mob were going to go ahead and attack him. You know what I mean? And, and Jesus uh, Christ, he runs off. You know what I mean? Because he knew that was not the time for him to be, you know, crucified. You know what I mean? It was not time for him to get killed. He was he had he had more preaching to be done. You know what I mean? Until the time where at the end when the guard of me and stuff that they came and they captured him because that that was his ultimate time right. for him to go. You know, so there's a lot of examples. I mean, it's all depends on the situation. Um, you're you're closest with God. You're praying with God, and you know that's which your time. It's your time to fight. And it's your, or it's your time to just retreat. Yeah, you know I mean? and on that exact topic, um, I was studying, uh, I had heard the term, the men of Issachar. And, uh, you know, basically these these were these were Old Testament a group of people in the, in the tribes of Israel. You know what I mean? And they they were famous like warriors, like because they were they were good warriors, but also they lived in a time similar that we live in as far as like politics and, and the persecution of the, of the, of God. And these people knew how to read the times. They knew how to understand what was happening in society. And then they, they made counter moves to stay a step, a step ahead because you know, you don't always win a battle by just running right in with your weapon out. You have to, you have to be calculated. Um, you know what I mean? And, and our battle is not a physical one. Right, our 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 battles and our battles in the spiritual realm against uh, powers and principalities of, of of darkness in the unseen realms. That's what we're fighting against. We're not drawing swords out, going around, but we're doing stuff like this. When YouTube shuts people, shuts our our good Christian brothers down and and bans them, and Twitter does the same thing. We're gonna go to a different platform. We're going to just like what we're doing right now. We're doing this podcast because it's going to go across 20 different platforms that if we get censored on three, we're still getting the words out. And that's what we need to do as Christians is find alternate means to continue preaching the gospel. And, uh, you know, we just have to study these times and, and realize that this isn't anything new. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's to we need to have a deeper understanding of what we're supposed to do, which really if you just draw near to Christ and really try to work on your relationship with him and mortifying your flesh, dude, you're going to be all right. If they come around rounding us up and throwing us in, 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 into prison or killing us, whatever, dude, we'll, we'll be with the king. But at least we'll have done the right thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, uh, you said it exactly uh, right. When he said, you know, we're not really getting persecuted, you know, like physically, you know, there there is occurrences where it's happening, especially, yeah. in, you know, other countries um, that happened a lot, you know, back in the days. And and I got this quote again for another father. And he talks about uh, the psych psychological trials of dwellers in the last times will be equal to the physical trials of the martyrs in order to face the trials. We must be living in a different world. You know, basically in a different world, you know, spiritually in our mind, emotionally, you know. So he's talking about our trial trials are going to be, you know, of psych psychological, you know, how we talked about before, how it's, you know, the world we're living in is like mad chaos and, and craziness and confusion. And glory to be God that, you know, you know, we, you know, we have this podcast and we have fellowship with each other so we can learn off of each other and we do our, our due diligence and researching. But there's many people on the world that, you know, are suffering, you know, psychologically hardcore because they're not even doing no seeking. They're just whatever right. the world tells them. You know what I mean? They whatever the mainstream world tells them, they continue just to follow that and follow that. And um, but when you do accept Jesus Christ, you're going to go through some a lot of psychological oh, trials. You, you know believe. what I mean? Which means you've been it through gets, a lot. As, as soon as soon as you you say, okay, I'm rolling with Jesus, it is on and cracking, dude. You your your your, your mind is going to be attacked. Your your energy, your spirit, everything gets attacked, man. And it, and it's not just once in a while. It happens all the time. But just like you know, God says the devil he he roams about like a a, a roaring lion, waiting to get who see who he can consume and just like he jesus resisted him and then what when jesus resisted the devil out in the wilderness the devil couldn't get jesus he kept tempting jesus and he couldn't get him to sin so it says what it says that the devil left for a time 
So you fight, 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 you win, but don't, you got to be ready because he's, it's going to come back. You know what I mean? And it comes back in multiple different forms. You know what I mean? Um, you could be at your job. You got to, Hey, they're, they're saying, Hey, we're, we don't want you to do this or, you know, your beliefs counter with our beliefs. So we don't want you here. Or, or it could be someone in your family. It, there's so many different aspects, you know what I mean? But you know, if you, we, we got to fall back, you fall back and you get back into the word and, and God will fill you back up. And then you go back into, into, into the, the spiritual battle, man. Exactly, man. Like you said, you know, once you accept Christ, you know, I truly believe this, that, you know, men and women, we become warriors. You become warriors in this, um, crazy sinful world. You know, that's why God talks about, you know, in the scriptures to put on your battle yep. armor. You know what I mean? And he, when he sends out the apostles, he says, you know, basically, I'm sending you out, you know, uh, chiefs among wolves. You know what I mean? There's going to be wolves out there that 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 hate you. Once you 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 accept Jesus a, as your Lord and Savior and, you know, that you, you're you trying your best to renounce sin and follow him, like you said, you're going to be attacked. It's like it's kind of like you, you you say it and then the, the demons out there, the spiritual demons, you know, are perking up their head and you're like, what? What? Jeff Bowden? Je Jeff yep. with, with Jesus Christ? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Tiffany is with Jesus Christ. You know, John is with Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, what? Uh, Edwards with Jesus Christ? Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah. already, they're already planning. They're already planning. You're there. They say the devil, he, every day, he don't sleep. You know what I mean? He's he's planning right. our destruction every single day. He's If you have a family, you have a you know, marriage, he's planning your destruct, destruction. People have to understand that the devil hates us so much. He, he wants us to fall into our carnal natures. He wants us to talk about me, 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 me. You know, what I mean? he wants he wants us to forget our um, our divine nature that we get from God. Like it says in the scriptures that, you know, um, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, he, he wants us to forget about all that, all that sacredness that God has given to us, that God has has blown into our, our, our nostrils. You know what I mean? The life. That he's given us he just and he was he trying to do with we talk about it all the time is oh, yeah. instant gratification you know what i mean the, the easy easy things in life the yep. earthly oh, yeah. pleasures and, and you said it earlier man it's it's a it's a me generation right now everything's about me do what thy will do what feels good it's got if it feels good to you it's right you know what i mean and, and all these and look, look look at the Look at the the regular TV shows now, bro. Like you get on you get on Netflix, half the stuff, it, half the shows out like Game of Thrones and all this stuff, it's it's freaking porno, bro. What's it doing? It's appealing to your mm -hmm. carnal desires of of death, destruction, and sex because the devil knows what man's weakness is. You know what I'm saying? So you, it, he's gonna sift you like he asked to sift Peter. The devil wanted to sift him to to find his weakness so that he could attack that, and that's what the devil does to us. You know, he's the great accuser. He wants you to fall into your sin and go, "Oh, look at look at what Jeff did. He lusted right there. See, God, your creation isn't good." That that's what the that's what the devil's running around doing nonstop. So you you you're dang right. You better be ready. You that's what I always tell my brothers, people that are close to me. <clears throat> They always say, and I'm not, I, I'm not perfect by no means, bro. I'm a piece of junk, just like the next guy. But what I will say is I will look at myself to say, what am I doing in my life that God says I shouldn't be doing? I will look at that. And then I, when I ex expose something, I will actively seek to get away from that, whether it's using curse words, you know what I mean? Whatever it be. And that's what we need to do in this time is we need to look for our own weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? This is going to tie back to the Church of Nice. When you go to the Church of Nice in America, they are not going to tell you that. They are not going to tell you that. They're going to tell you something to make you feel like what you're doing right now is enough. You know what I'm saying? And until you sift yourself and call sin, sin, you ain't doing enough, man. And, and people say, oh, that's such a that's such an oppressive life to, to, to call your sin out. And it's like, dude, no, because the things that are oppressing you in life is sin. So when you expose the sin and work mm -hmm. against it, you have freed yourself from the slavery of sin, the oppression of sin. And that's the message of the gospel. Jesus Christ wanted to free us from all these things. And it's not easy. It's not perfect. The next life, it will be perfect. But in this one, we have to stay strong in this struggle against these things and, and call out the church of nice. And if you're in the church of nice, get out. There's Bible-believing churches everywhere, man, in all denominations, That the basic ones that we're talking about. 
So that, that that's what the call is now is, is sift your church, man, sift your church, sift yourself and then sift your church. If your pastor won't sit down and have a meeting with you and tell you what is sin, get out. That's my message right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. And, um, what it calls a great bishop talks about, he says, you know, it's, it's easy to find the truth. It's hard to face it and it's harder wow. still to follow it. You know what I mean? And we're basically, we're saying it's easy to find the truth is, you know, it's like you just said, go to the Bible. Right. What does the Bible talk about? You know what I mean? You can do your own research. So it's, it's right there. God has given it to us, you know, but it's harder to face it. Some people don't want to face it. They want to continue living their, you know, regular uh, robotic yeah. lifestyle. You know what I mean? And, um, but, and then it's harder still to follow it, you know? So we have to, you know, continue seeking the Lord and, um, brings I want to bring, go back a little bit to the, uh, to the devil. Um, there was like some theologians talking about, you know, um, the beginning and stuff. And when Jesus Christ, God, Jesus Christ, the, the Trinity of God created, uh, Adam, you know, and before God blew his spirit into Adam, he, he created Adam right there, right? He, he, he formed him and stuff like that. And he was, before he had uh, God's spirit in to wake us up a soul, uh, the devil went over, you know, Adam's body and was just like floating over it, you know, just looking at it, just examining it, just thinking like, what is so special about this, 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 this new creation that God has created? You know what I mean? Why he has, he, he has so much love. So right there, he started creating uh, wow. the, the sin of jealousy towards Adam. You know what I mean? And they say that, you know, uh, uh, another thing too, when a war in heaven happened, whereas the devil, he wanted to, um, basically told God, you know, why couldn't you become an angel, you know, to save the world? Why you got to be a human for, you know what I mean? So that was another thing he was jealous about, you know what I mean? And of course, the other thing about him wanting to be, you know, better than God and have the other angels serve him, you know what I mean? And then, you know, once Christ blew the spirit of God into, into, um, Adam, right. then the war was And, and, and I, I think you know too, mean? man, on, yeah. to build on that, uh, you know, I think one of the main reasons that the devil hated God's creation so much is because what did God say? He said, let us make him talking about the Trinity. Let us make him in our own image. So we were the image of God. Boom. You know what I mean? And, and Lucifer or Satan hated that. He hated that we were that we were that, you know what I mean? And, and I don't want to say he, God loved us more than the angels. I, I don't know if that's a fair thing to say, but we are definitely different from the angels in the sense that we are like the image yeah. of God. Not that we are God. We are not. And that's something that you got to be careful because like yeah. uh, Bethel Church and a lot of these people who have adopted New Age philosophy want you to think that you can become a God. That's not the case. You're just created in the image of God. You know what I mean? And that's why the, the second uh, commandment, uh, forgive me if I got this wrong, but to love your neighbor is so important because you're every every human being is made in the image of God. So we are supposed to love everybody, and when we do that, it drives the devil nuts because he he hates that. He hates that we were created that way, and he'll you know what I mean. And which ultimately uh, allowed you know him to sin and fall from his from his heavenly space. Man, it's, it's terrible. I feel bad for the devil, really. <laughs> yeah, bro. It, exactly what you just said. Also, it, it, it reminded me about a, a, you know, we were made in the Im image of God. And, you know, what does that mean? You know, we're, we're made of, uh, of love. You know, God is love. So basically, that's why sin is so bad. Basically, um, there's only one nature and that nature Ooh. is God Almighty holiness. So everything outside of that, bro, is, is sin. It's an illusion. You know, and, I, and I've talked to many of, of my family members and, you know, about sin and this, this and that. Some people don't understand it. You know, I say, you know, uh, you know, when Adam and ate, Eve ate that apple, it was kind of a some uh, theologians talk about it, it was like, an, a, what is it called? Like a, a, a drink. An, a, it was like a, a potion. You know what I mean? It was that that tainted our our um, our mind. You know what I mean? Our wisdom, you know, and basically so everything outside of God which is holiness is a sin it doesn't exist you know i think i talked about this in the podcast before about you know how you know your only um heat is only uh, able to be get uh you know measured versus cold you know you can't measure cold just heat you know so cold there's no there's no such thing as cold you know so same thing as good and evil you know what i mean basically evil is the absence of god you know sin oh yeah 100 like you can't you know, measure darkness you measure light yeah. right <laughs> and darkness is the absence of mm -hmm. light you yeah. know and <laughs> And on that, the the whole, you know, you, you see the tree in the garden 
and and it's got the fruit on it of knowing the difference between good and evil. And God says to to man, don't eat that because in my opinion, man wasn't created to handle that knowledge. Only God can can know about evil but yet still be a perfect good God and not corrupted by evil, right? And us as these created beings weren't meant to do that. And that's why God told us don't eat of that fruit. Mm-hmm. And once we did, man, there's no escaping the curse of Adam from eating that fruit. And we have to we have to fight against eat knowing evil our entire life until you take your last breath. There's no there's no utopia on this earth absent of Jesus Christ, dude. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's 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 a really good point. I'm glad that you brought that up, bro. Yeah, brother. And um also I, I wanted to also talk about uh you know about the other early apostles. Um I wanted to read about you know the the 12 apostles yeah. and you know what happened to them real fast. Um so basically I'll start from here uh saint james the greater uh he was stabbed to death with the sword saint james the lesser he was stoned to death saint jude he was uh filled with arrows saint philip he was crucified by soldiers saint thomas he was thrust with a spear saint paul beheaded in rome saint peter crucified upside down saint john died of natural cause uh causes natural death and he was the one that actually uh the one that w- went all the way to the cross with Christ, the only apostle. Um, and he died, you know, natural death. Uh, St. Matthew, he was stabbed with the sword. Uh, Judas, we know what happened to him. He committed suicide. St. Simon, he was crucified. St. Bartholio, he was flayed and beheaded. So flayed basically means that, you know, he was he was skinned to death, bro, alive. Uh. You know, that's crazy. You know, and then St. Andrew, he was crucified on an X-shaped cross. And then Saint Matthias, which he was the uh, the next apostle after uh, Judas. You know, when Judas committed suicide, they had a name of an apostle that was Saint Matthew Matthias, and he was crucified in Judea. So I just kind of wanted to talk, you know, talk about you know all these apostles. You know, they actually when they went out, they were basically wrote their death sentence. They knew that was going to happen, and when they went to go preach the gospel. They preach, you know, Christ crucified, that Christ cruci- was crucified. They saw with the very eyes and that Christ died and he resurrected. You know what I mean? They saw this actual with their eyes and they had so much zeal and passion. You know, they didn't talk about, you know, preaching about philosophies and, you know, uh, um, wishful thinkings and thoughts in their brain. You know what I mean? They actually, this is, I always say it, our faith is based upon evidence, brother. You know what I mean? It's not upon these uh, stuff that you just, you know, right. under a tree. Oh, that's what Buddha did, right? That's what he became enlightened. No, you're right, right yeah. man. And I, I pulled, uh, what is this? Where Paul was talking. He, he, he said the last, the last thing he had said, um, he was basically, the last thing Paul said to the believers before he, he took off to Rome, he was telling them, um, basically, you've got to, he goes, the people aren't going to listen. They've closed their hearts, they've closed their ears, they've closed their eyes, but you have to continue to proclaim the kingdom of God and teach about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Okay, now you look at the church in Nice. Are they preaching with boldness? And today, just look in the, the pandemic state and then everything going on politically, the church is absent. They, they are not bold and they are hindered by the state. So th- these to compare the who who in the church today would go to any of the deaths like our 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 uh, beloved uh, ancient apostles, who, who who which which one of them can you name any of them? I can't. None of these guys. Everybody that's in the mainstream has bowed down to the state. They've already been hindered. And Paul specifically said, "Do not do it." So these people are are are, are uh, changing with the culture, man. That the church of nice is changing with the culture so who knows man who knows what's next they might they, I, i'm i'm afraid to see what happens in five years with the church of nice you know what i mean they might dare i say denounce christ completely and say oh well you know he was just it was, these were suggestions not commandments you know what i mean like or something crazy like that because i i don't see i know there's people out there and you know there's people out there too dr taylor marshall um a lot of the theologians that you you study and and a lot of people that i study that would go all the way to the to be martyred you know for just and, and not not for attacking see this is the mm-hmm. thing not being violent 
No, we're not calling out for any of that. Oh, no. Just for speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. And you see it today. It's considered hate speech. Mm -hmm. If you tell somebody that Jesus is Lord, it, you could be considered a hateful person because, oh, that hurts somebody's feelings. Do you think Apostle Paul cared about people's feelings in that regard? No. Because you know what, dude? God isn't Burger King. Exactly. He doesn't make it the way you want it. He said it the way he wants it, and we're supposed to follow it. And it's not that hard. I mean, it's 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 hard, but it's so simple to understand and to start doing these things in your life that it, it becomes easier as you go on. And people have the hard thing is 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 telling yourself that you're wrong and that your choices are bad, dude. They lead you right there. Like if if you're an adulterous person. Your relationships with your with your with your wife is going to crumble, and now guess what? Now your children watched what adultery is doing, and they're they're seeing how all this sin is causing these problems, and now you're teaching them to repeat that. So you know what I'm saying? Like you're not teaching your your children to be free from oppression by following secularism. No, you're teaching your children how to be slaves to sin. And that's what that's what we have to do is look wow. at these ancient apostles and go, man, these guys. These guys got killed just for saying Jesus is Lord and that we should turn from our sin. They got killed mm -hmm. for that in a way more hostile environment, almost similar to what our brothers and sisters in Africa and in China right now. They got to they got to go to church underground, bro, because they, they've getting in China. They're knocking the churches down. They're knocking them down. So, yeah, dude, mm -hmm. like it's it, it's it's crazy. And that's what's dangerous about the church of nice is it's like a drug. You get addicted to that, man. And once you get addicted to that, it's it's hard to admit it's hard to admit that you're wrong and come back out of it. Yeah, man, and exactly. And also about you know talking about uh, Jesus. I've actually I think I heard it from a priest. Uh, somebody was interviewing a priest, and he 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 said something about like Jesus, all that he was a a, a privilege privilege way. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, he is the way, the truth, and the life. You know, no one goes to the Father except through Christ Jesus. You know, I've heard, you know, other people and philosophers trying to portray, like, you know, like we talk about, like, you know, you know, Freemasonry has, you know, invaded, oh, yeah. you know, churches from the Catholic Church to the Protestant Church to many other churches, you know what I mean? And they're working all in cahoots with yep. each other to, to bring up this, you know, new world order. And, you know, a lot of people you know talk about like for example like they use like a big huge mountain example and they use you know there's jesus is a privileged way he's you can go up this mountain by jesus and then this mountain you can go by buddha and this other side of the mountain you go by muhammad and you're they're all you know they're all the same and you're all going to reach the mountain of god you yeah know I mean? that's 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 i know exactly that's what you're talking about you know what i'm talking about and yeah you know they're 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 pounding that in in our heads and you know also um they're also pounding about a um you know about the state you know the state it's the state is god the state is god you know they want to they want to eradicate yeah. god 100 percent two two things on that funny that you said about the mountain uh, drawing that picture where you know god is on the top of the mountain and all these different paths are different religions that lead to god uh uh in the late 90s oprah had did a show about that because oprah if you don't know guys she's a super new agey she says she's christian but she's not christian if you just listen to her what she does is she she's adopted new age philosophy um, she said, well, there's multiple ways to God. Your way might be different than mine and your way might be different than mine. But let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, there's only one way to God and that's through Jesus Christ. And somebody in the audience actually stood up and stopped Oprah and said, no, Oprah, you're wrong. There's only one way to, to God and it's through the father. And see what people don't know is you, this is why it's important to study history is all these ancient religions were worshiping the lesser gods. They were worshiping the fallen angels. They were worshiping the fallen angels as gods, and now you're mm -hmm. trying to say that uh, worshiping a fallen angel is gonna is gonna get you before the Father? No, dude. That's why it's important to study these things and not just take things on the surface level and really examine what it is. Because there's only one path on that mountain, and there and the trail is small and it's full of gla broken glass and it's straight uphill and it hurts like heck to climb it. You know what I mean? So if you're getting to that, if you're getting to God. And, and everything's going su is super easy, you're probably going to the wrong God, right? You're going down that broad road, not the narrow path. It's exactly, brother. Exactly, brother. And, 
You know, I rather I rather go through the the pain and the suffering and the struggle. You know, as long as it's the truth and it's Christ Jesus, instead of just the you know the instant gratification, the comfortability of the now. For we know that this world is is, is flashing. You know what I mean? So it's a blink of an eye. You know, and um, and it also reminds me of a quote by uh, uh, C.S. Lewis. Um, he's a great uh, uh, Christian writer. He says. Um, my prayer is that when I die, all hell oh, that I am out of fight. Man. <laughs> that's beautiful, man. That's, that's powerful, man. On that topic, too, where, where oh. we're saying it's hard. And, you know, it, it can be. It, it can be. But also, think about this. Let's look at the current state of the culture, man. Everybody's so afraid of dying right now because of the pandemic and everything. Everybody's more stressed out. Mm-hmm. You have uh, domestic violence is up. Suicide has skyrocketed because people can't take it anymore. And although the Christian life is 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 a struggle, look at the freedom that me and you have. We're laughing. We're enjoying life. We're planning for the future because we know that no matter what happens, no matter what the world does, we know that we're going to be with Jesus Christ if we die. So we can alleviate, we're alleviated from that fear. Not saying that we're not fearless. You know what I mean? Even Jesus himself, his his fleshly body was mm-hmm. got nervous before he went on the cross to die. You know what I mean? That's still there. But there, there's Christian freedom, bro. There's freedom from, from the oppression of fear when you go down this hard path. That's part of the reward of the struggle is that God frees you from some of these anxieties. I look around and you see people driving in the car still. They've already come out and they've shown that the virus is, the chance of you dying is less than 0.05%. And people are still driving around with two masks on, won't come six feet in, 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 in contact with anybody. You know what I mean? Because they're so afraid of losing this life because they ha- they don't know Jesus. And when you know Jesus, you lose that fear. Not completely, but I'm saying it, it, it's alleviated quite a bit. Exactly, man. And and I and that's good that you talk, you bring about fear. You know, kind of want to talk about fear. Um, you know, fear is a, it's a good thing if it's leading you to Christ. You know what I mean? I would say it's, you know um, the beginning of there all uh, the fear. The fear is the beginning of all wisdom. You know what I mean? Like uh, um, so like also they say too like sometimes when you have you know fear anxiety. You know, um, you know, the, your guardian angel, he stirs it up in you to, right. to keep you on the right track of Christ. You know what I mean? Fear, fear is only bad right. when it leads you away from Christ, you know? So we, we have to understand that. And that's what's happening right now. A lot of people in the world are, you know, taking hold of that fear that the devil is pumping out. You know what I mean? And the whole coronavirus and stuff. And don't get me wrong, you know. We want to be safe and stuff, and, and it could, you know, kill people, and, you know, especially the people that have, you know, you know, like diabetes, you know, what I've heard before, you know, those those, those stuff that can, you know, uh, promote you to die, you know, quicker. But uh, but just like anything else, you know, it's, you know, cancer, the flu, you know what I mean? If you have a strong flu, it can kill you too as well. But like we always talk about, as long as you have Jesus Christ in your heart, you know what I mean? You're going to be all right, even though you do die. Even though you're right now, we don't know if any, you know, listeners are going through some struggles right now. And, you know, just got to stay strong. With yeah, Christ. I mean, it's you know, it's real. You, you can die from a virus. You can also die when you get in your car every day driving around. You know what I mean? You, you, you can you can have you can go to cardiac arrest for no apparent reason. There's you, there's endless, endless things to worry about dying from. You know what I'm saying? But that's what that's what's so liberating about the Christian life is that we realize on the timeline of eternity this 80 90 years that we live on this earth is just a tiny drop in the bucket compared to eternity and and that's what we have to keep in mind and we we look at these martyrs we look at the martyrs we look at all of our other strong christian brothers and sisters who are lying on their deathbed and the last their last words were just follow god i'm going to be with jesus you know what i mean and they have peace so there's a peace there when you truly know god and you truly understand that this life ain't it there's something after that. But people who are, are following, dare I say, the satanic secular way of this life is everything. If that's what your if that's what your motto is, then, yeah, it's got to be terrifying to die from this world. You know what I'm saying? And man, I would just encourage you, you know, if, if you're going through that or you're you know, somebody who is encourage them just to get closer to God, because you can be liberated from that that type of fear. That's not a godly fear. You know what I mean? Exactly, man, and and I, I also uh, I wanted to say like you're talking about you know people that are 
you know, if anybody's going through anything right now, um, I'm a big quote guy, so I always bring a quote all the time. Uh, this, this is a great quote from uh, St. John of the Cross. He says, the endurance of darkness wow. is the preparation for great light. You know what I mean? That's so that's so powerful. Like I'm very my imagery imagery guy, you know, in poetry, you know, you know. So you just kind of I, I can see that, and you know, we all been through our struggles and stuff. And I and I can remember, you know, just you know, if you're in darkness, you know what I mean. Just the endurance, just you being in that endurance of, of darkness, just keep on going, keep on pushing. It, all it is is a preparation of great light that's gonna it's gonna come out for a boom. You know what I mean? It's gonna be. Woo, it's gonna give you so much joy and peace and love. You know what I mean? Just gotta keep on going. And it reminds me of another quote from Winston Churchill, where he says, "He goes, you're going through yep. how? Keep he on going. You know, keep and on it, going. You know, <laughs> be, because gold is keep refined, ma- meaning it's made pure. It's it's made pure in the fire. Okay, in fire, diamonds are 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 made by pressure by extreme amounts of pressure and you get this beautiful diamond at the end of it so absolutely just if you're going through something man just keep pressing on dude get in your bible get get into some fellowship with your brothers and sisters and admit that you're struggling that's the first step man when i first started admitting to other people hey i i i can't i i can't control this world man i i don't know what i'm doing and i submit myself to christ and you come along brothers and sisters dude they'll help you and then you find out dude you're not the only one Everybody goes through something, dude. What? There, there's somebody out there who's struggling with the exact same thing you're struggling with. And when you can get into fellowship, dude, it's, it, it helps you to liberate from that. And it's the first step in healing. You know what I mean? God wants to heal you. You know, he doesn't want to leave you an open wound. He wants to heal you. He loves you. He loves all of us. You know, even the people that hate him, God loves him. That's why he's so patient and gives so much grace and so much time for people to turn from it. That's why he's letting the world around us fall apart and waiting for everyone to go, you know what? You're right, God. We can't do this without you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when that hap- when that happens, when that ha- when the world exactly. repents, then we'll have that utopia, bro. Exactly, brother. Amen. And like like you said like, you know, God, he God, he loves us, you know, you know, his his God is love. You know, he loves everybody. You know, he just he hates, you know, our yeah. simple actions that we do the simple action but he loves us he's he's patient his yoke is easy he's always yeah. waiting for us with an open arms because he's our loving father he lo- that's what that's where we come from you know people have to understand it and the world the devil is trying to put stuff in our hearts and our minds that you know this is where we come from this world there's no such thing as god you know uh their evolution let's just try to to bring humanity forward and progressivism and let's try to shoot for the stars and, oh, yeah. and go to mars and all that 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 nonsense you know what i mean it's like um like and like i'm don't get me wrong i'm not against you know you know trying to prosper and you know trying to succeed and trying to you know be innovative in life you know what i mean but yeah, it's always like, exactly always gotta look at man you can have all the technology in the world all the most advanced technology and then look, look at the state we're in right now you know what i mean we we're there's so many technologies that could help mankind whether it be clean drinking water around the world for people who can't get water you know all, all to, to medicine that could help people and different things like that and it's being suppressed and it's being used you know the technology's been u- used for evil you know look at the internet the internet could be such a beautiful thing you know we could preach the gospel through it you know what i mean but what's the internet there's like 80 percent of its pornography so so you know what i'm saying like god wants us to be innovative but like you said he wants us to use those innovations to be christ-centered and to bring us back and that's what we're doing right now every episode that we record of this podcast is another sword strike back at the enemy using their technology that they are in charge of and doing bad with and we're trying to do good with it and more and more people are going to keep doing it and that's what's going to usher in the king coming back in my opinion you know what i mean amen hopefully hopefully sooner and uh oh you know i wanted to talk really really fast about you know the king coming in you know we're in the time of advent season yeah. where we're waiting for the lord to be uh born you know christmas and how i heard you know i guess apparently um i guess it's britain for, for right now britain yeah. and italy have shut down christmas they canceled christmas christmas and new year's you know what i mean so you know um i feel you know uh you know sorry for you know our brothers out there in uh britain and italy you know we're praying for you to stay strong you know because you know we need jesus christ 
You know what I mean? And the world is 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 little They're trying by to little, cancel trying Christ. To take away Christ. From you know what I mean? And that's what it is. It's sad, and and mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's even a little more ironic. Is did you hear about the um, the two planets that are going to be aligned up? Uh, actually, it's tomorrow night. Did you hear about this? Oh yeah, I heard a little bit Jupiter about Jupiter uh, and about Venus Jupiter or and, uh, Saturn or so- something, dude, are going to be right in by touching each other, not touching each other, but uh, in line with each other. And it's supposed to be really, really, really bright. And a lot of theologians are saying this is similar to what had happened with the the star when Christ was born, the star in the sky that they that the wise men followed. So it's like nice. um, I mean, so that's tomorrow night. 40 nice. minutes after sunset, you're supposed to be able to see that. So if you if you hear this in time, I hope that you could see that, man. And then use that as a as a time to uh, thank God for sending his son in here to, you know, free us from sin. Yeah, amen, brother. And also, I wanted to, I wanted to say, I actually haven't talked to you about this yet, but I wanted to see if we could try to uh, put out a podcast before Christmas because I want to have a, a Christmas podcast. You know what I mean? Talk about uh, uh, Jesus Christ and you know when he was born oh, yeah, and stuff like born and everything. <clears throat> we should There's definitely a lot of good do stuff that. I think that would be that would be fantastic. Amen. And um, you know, um, I wanted to kind of just you know kind of clear up real fast, with, like kind of summarize you know uh, American modern Christianity versus ancient biblical Christianity because I know we're yeah, already going on. Figure. Our, like, yeah, let's let's tie it back up. Though. That's a good idea because we kind of went off. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I just wanted to just like, uh, um, so basically, this is short little words, uh, you know, yeah. American modern Christianity is, you know, superficial, you know, everything is, is surface, it's not deep. Um, it's about basically looking yep. good, making money, smile and say nice right. things, you know, don't say nothing that offends people, you know, ancient biblical Christianity is deep. It's sacred, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I like I say it in Spanish, sagrado. You know what I mean? And it's um, it's it's called you to be good, to to renounce your sin, and um, instead of making money, you know, yeah, that's good, but also called you to give alms, to help people, and also to to love love them, you know, by charity, uh, telling them the truth, speaking the truth to Absolutely, them. Absolutely, man. You know, that's it, it, a total that's difference between a the beautiful two. way to summarize it. Yeah, brother. And, and you know, I kind of, and I was thinking too about, you know, you know, back in the days from, you know, we talked about Moses when he went to the Pharaoh, you know, let my people go. Uh, Noah, you know, Noah's Ark, where he, he built all, built the Ark where all the people were, were making fun of him and laughing at him. You know what I mean? And, you know, people thought that he was crazy, you know, and probably some people, uh, maybe some uh, hearers, listeners, yeah. might think Jeff and Tino are crazy too. You know what I mean? By the way, we talk, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I like, but, you know, it's cool, you know, everybody has their own opinion, but, um, all I gotta say is, and I and I ran across this. It says, you know, um, everybody Amen. thought Noah was a conspiracy Amen. until it started to rain. Amen, brother. What a beautiful <laughs> thing to say right Jeez, now as the culture so... around us. That that's so perfect. It, 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 oh man, everyone everyone could say we're crazy and all this stuff, but you just it's it's raining, brother. It's raining right now. It's pouring. <laughs> <laughs> Once it starts raining, yeah, we start raining. Like, oh, oh, I love it, dude. Oh, that's right. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, no, uh, man. I'm just, I'm uh, uh, just to the listeners. Out? Sorry for the long break that we had. Like I said, it's, it's just been crazy busy for both of us. Um, by no means are we not going to keep pumping these bad boys out because we we love getting together and and uh, fellowshipping, talking about God and sharing the good news with you. It's the greatest gift that you can give somebody is the truth, even if it hurts. Um, you know what I mean? The outcome will be way better than the pain that's uh, temporary. So just glad you guys came back and listened and, and we love you guys. That's all I got. Yeah, brother. And also I want to just tell everybody, you know, always remember, you know, in this crazy world, what did Jesus Christ said? He said, you know, what profits a man to gain the whole world, but to lose his soul? You know what I mean? That we always got to have, you know, being Christ centered, always our, our mind, our heart on the prize, which is Christ Jesus and uh, our eternal salvation. Because like we always talk about this whole podcast, you know, this this life is is, yep. is going so fast. Like right now I'm talking, I'm yep. dying. You know what I mean? We're talking while well, people are listening right now. You're dying. You know what I mean? And it's not to be scared of. It's just 
speaking the truth. We try to speak the truth as best as we can. And also, we're not trying, like we said from the beginning, we're not trying to condemn people. It's like, I'm a sin, sinful guy too. You know, we sin every day, you know, but we're, we That's want it. everybody to be just at least on the road to Christ. You know, fall down, sin, you know, you scrape your, your knees on the rocks, but get back up. But just please, if you're on the other road, get off the other road, man, because that's... That's, you know, it's like you're on the highway to hell. Me and Jeff are having a you know, <laughs> There's turn, a cliff at the end of that road. Trick. You're going to go right off. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know what I mean? And like, we're not trying to be like, you know, we laugh. It's just, you know, we try to uh, uh, bring human humor into it, you know, because we have love in our heart and we try to, you know, yeah. make this. It know, is, a, man. A and you know a tree by Look at what the world thing. offers you. Look at what the world's offering you right now. Fear. We're not offering you that. We're laughing because we know the truth. And when you know the truth, you don't have to be afraid of anything. So, all right, brothers and sisters, on that note, Amen. we're going to wrap Beautiful. it up. Another episode of One in Christ. And until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.